The human torch robbed the bank today. The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. All right, dude. Welcome to episode forty something. Uh, what's up, Dan? This is uh, we've got no football picks to make this week. Um, no football picks. One last, <clears throat> one last game to end it all. Um, happened last weekend. We got commercials. Dude. I guess we could talk about. I've got um, some random stories. I've just been searching the inter- internet looking for random news stories. So I've got some gems that we can talk about tonight, like some absolute gems from the past couple weeks here. That uh, it's good stuff. Uh, Love it. Love it. Yeah. You want to start out talking about your Rams, dude? They won, man. Did you see the frat, frat Stafford? Frat Stafford. Frat Stafford. Just let that lady fall off the stage. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. He's, he said that uh, they're going to cover all of the medical expenses for that lady. But she say like she fractured her spine she or fractured something? fractured her spine, dude. Ouch. What happened? It's not like he pushed her. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> push her. She just fell. He shouldn't feel obligated to like, I'm sure she has some sort of. I think the way he reacted, he just felt bad because he basically was just like, oh, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you a little see, drunk. I mean, I mean yeah, you know, that happened. Like, Basically told his wife, like, uh, maybe you should take care of this. Yeah, he's kind of turned around and walked away. It's probably because he had been drinking all day, I'd assume. Um, I, I, uh, he probably assumed correctly there. Yeah. I mean, that whole crowd, those guys were wasted. See, I mean, I'd be tanked if I won <laughs> the Super Bowl, too. So Aaron Donald walking around with his shirt off, just letting the world yeah. know. Dude, just a giant human being. I am the biggest man um yeah man i mean that that super bowl was decently entertaining i think uh the outcome of it was not what i expected i think i i thought i mean i mean we we take a look at uh a few plays here and there and that i mean it, it definitely could have been a different game yeah um i was pretty impressed with the way the Bengals held their own i mean they came out in the second half and made that uh that big play like right off the bat i think it was like maybe 13 seconds into the second half the one where um, uh t higgins tackles jalen ramsey then catches yeah, the ball and runs. it was kind of like a controversial call and i feel like the the referee said something along the lines of like you know it wasn't it's really hard to catch in real time. I think. Yeah, in yeah. real time, man, you probably couldn't have caught that. I mean, I I saw him fall, but I had no idea why. And then you see the replay, and then everybody's like losing their mind. So I think so. There was a a play to T Higgins from like the I want to say like the ten yard line that um, Jalen Ramsey had a little bit of a hold on him in the first oh, yeah. half, and uh, they didn't call it. They and, didn't call it. Yep. You know, they it was almost play. like a little revenge there. They let him play. They there. did. They did let him play, uh, quote unquote, let nice. him play uh, quite a bit, which was good. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good game. Um, obviously, Aaron Donald and Von Miller were the difference. Yeah, really. It, it really did come down to that. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think if it, if it wasn't for that last offensive sack or defensive sack there, I mean, I don't know if you saw the replay afterwards, but uh, um, your boy uh, Jamar Chase was like oh, he's wide, wide open, open down yep. the field. Yep. He just um, didn't have time to make the play. Yeah. Um, there was that. I mean, P running P Ryan on third down was probably one of the yeah. worst. I mean, that's like I, I don't understand that play call. I really don't. I think I understand the play the play, I understand kind of the reasoning behind it, right? They're not expecting it, but um Yeah. Maybe but, put Joe Mixon in the game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would definitely have run Joe Mixon, but I think 
in that situation too, maybe that would have been a better situation to kind of run one of those like wide receiver screens to Jamar chase or something like, yeah. I mean, so they, they couldn't, they couldn't stop him. I don't understand why they kept, why they didn't throw the ball more. To yeah, be other, honest. Than, like, other than uh, Aaron Donald. They were just, try- yeah, but like you can run routes that take that away. Yeah, right. Like routes, if yeah. you're trying to throw the ball down the field, then obviously you're not going to have time to do that. But if, you can figure out some quick routes to run to get that yardage. You need, they needed one yard to get the first down. And I don't know. I just, I don't understand some of the play call from the perspective of the, the Bengals. But I mean, at the end of the day, the team I wanted to win one. So yeah, I'm all right with it. Other than like, yeah, I'm good call on the taking the points. Though. I know I was, I, I smashed the four and a half and then I smashed into in, some of the in-game lines where, I think I had Bengals plus five and a half and Bengals plus six and a half well as well from the in-game stuff from when the Rams got up big in the first half. Nice. So back to like, so I get Samaj P. Ryan as your third down back. Yeah. But like at, at what point do you just want the best players on the field? You know what I mean? Like you would think in the Super Bowl, maybe we don't care if – Joe Mixon is out there for a couple extra snaps, right? Yeah. I can see it over the course of a season why we'd want to have that third down guy, but mm-hmm. I don't think Samaj P. Ryan is a better pass catcher. I also think to back up a little bit, not only was the the run on third down bad, but he could have made a at least tried to make a play on that ball from Joe Burrow on the last play of the game. Yeah. We kind of flipped it out there and it lands at his feet. Um yeah, but that I mean, I don't necessarily think he was he he was like anywhere aware of where that ball was coming. Like yeah, he, that's true. He kind of like threw it underhand and it was hard to it's hard to fault the guy for that. Yeah. But once again, why why is Samaj P. Ryan not on the field in that on that play? You have just, Joe Mixon who is you're paying eight million dollars a year. They well, didn't make 10, I don't know what they're paying him, but it's a lot of money. A lot. My problem is, is that they didn't make any adjustments offensively with like allowing how many sacks did he have? Eleven. They their their offensive line. I mean, you watch the play that third down play. Aaron Donald just completely destroys their tackle and tackles Samaj P. Ryan by himself. Yeah. And then the next play, he, pulled, he stunts. He, pulled, he like literally pulled him back from getting that first down. Yeah. And then he he like stunts or something and comes around the other side, completely yep. destroys the guard around the outside wrap. And yep, there, Joe Joe Burrow has no chance, none. I think he's like a second I, and a half, and he was in the backfield. It literally was like one one thousand. It was like one Mississippi two, and then it was the, it was it over. Was there. Yeah, so that um, happened so quick, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think legacy wise, there's some interesting stuff, right? So we don't get the birth of football Jesus with Joe Burrow, um, and you could even say. That it's they gonna might, it's gonna be difficult. They might not get back there for a long time, yeah, if, if that, ever. <laughs> the AFC is it gonna be a murderer's row. I mean, their division is gonna be murderous next year, right? Like yeah. I mean, think about if the if the Steelers get a new quarterback and they're in their division, you oh, got goodness. Lamar Jackson coming back. Yeah. I would imagine the Browns are probably going to make some moves, right? I don't know, man. I just feel like it's going to be really – that might have been the only shot that they had for a long time. 
I don't know, but I, I think they'll still be good. But like I said, it's going to be – it feels like – got to get some offensive line, man. Like right. They're screwed if they don't. Yeah, I, you think that's going to be their priority this offseason. Yeah, Joe Burrow, does, he's not going to have a very long, lustrous career if he's going to get beat up every freaking game. You see, he he ended up – Like 70 sacks on you. MCL. Is that what it that, – that was the injury? Yeah, it was a sprained MCL. So – it feels Dude, you see do you see his leg on that play yeah it was it was rough was, i thought his ankle was destroyed so it feels like the next five years of the afc playoffs are going to be similar to this year in that yeah. you're going to have a bunch of these tight games that are going to come down to last second stuff and it just happens to be the Bengals were the team that got through this year agreed you know because josh allen's <laughs> josh allen still has has the best playoffs statistically right yeah touchdowns yard 100 i don't know how they lost that game man i'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around that and then the chiefs aren't going to go away you know so it's gonna it's gonna be fun it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be good football but it'll be interesting to see how uh old joey b plays I, out I from mean, here here's the thing too like the Bengals finished 10 and 7 i don't think if they finish 10 and 7 next year that they're going to be in the playoffs yeah maybe i mean that's it's good that's that's it's a pretty good record yeah, but I mean, I'm, I guess I'm just thinking like that's not going to win the division because I feel yeah. like the you feel like the Steelers at, are going to be better. I feel like the Steelers are they're going to be worse unless they get someone like Aaron Rodgers. I don't. Uh, what what pick do they have? I don't even it's like know. In the teens, I think. Yeah. Honestly, I think they just need to make a move and get a quarterback. I wouldn't be. <laughs> There's a lot of buzz around Malik Willis to them. Yeah, which would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, I think they're obviously going to – because I don't think the guy they have there right now behind – that was Ben's backup is – Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph. I don't think he was that great. You don't believe um, in Mason Rudolph? I think their defense is pretty stellar, though. And they were yeah. in quite a few games there. Um, you know, I really – I was looking at the, the Ravens' schedule for next year. They might have one of the easiest schedules in football. Oh, yeah. So they're gonna win some games. Little, little uh, Lamar Jackson bounce back year. Yeah, absolutely, dude. They're gonna look. I feel like they're gonna win some games. I feel like yeah. they'll be in good shape. Um, but yeah, man. I uh, I'll be honest, man. I'm I'm a little sad that you know Joe's uh, storybook ending didn't turn out the way that everybody wanted it to. I know there's a lot of people pulling for the Bengals, like a lot of people. Um, I was pulling been, for him. It would have been kind of interesting or funny to see how that uh the parallelism in, in history of like joes that have you know won yeah football. yeah like montana namath burrow to the joes that would have been kind of funny he's still i mean he i i think he'll win a super bowl at some point i don't think this is uh it for him you you do you really think so oh yeah i mean this unless he's dan marino he's dan marino 2.0 is what you're saying makes it early never comes back I just you don't think don't you don't think over the next 15 years the Bengals are going to be able to put enough around him and on top of what they already have I mean if he keeps getting sacked like he is and he keeps having injuries like he does I don't know like, if he's going to last he, 15 years man. he he had the the first or second best grade this year of all the quarterbacks so he's already a top 3 you could probably say top two, maybe even the top quarterback now that Tom Brady's gone in the league, right? And maybe that's going for a stretch. Like most people, the top, 
Both most people, Joe according to PFF grades, yeah, he will be the top quarterback going into next year. The highest graded quarterback because it was like him and Tom Brady all year. I thought Aaron Rodgers was up there. Mm, he might be up there, but I know he he wasn't number one or two. How the hell did he win the MVP then? His yards, mm. yards and stuff. I mean, he's still that Packers team was still good. Yeah. Um. But so that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he's gonna be like he's never getting back. Like, we're not talking about some scrub here that just happened I'm to make it. He's a, no, I don't. I don't think he's a scrub. I think he's good. I just don't think that the the dynamic of the offense that they have is going to be something that they'll be able to maintain over a long period of time. Like, I feel like if they're going to do it, they got to do it in the next few years. Like, I don't see. I think hopefully, hopefully they can reset and bring some more money in and pay some guys. Like, I. I guess we'll just have to see how they draft, man. Yeah, you think they're going to have to go after offensive line. And then they've just been so mediocre for so long. Maybe I just like I'm not used to seeing the Bengals. It's just a Bengals thing for you. Yeah, man. It's like, not a player know. personnel. It's just Bengals. I guess maybe. I, like, yeah. It's just, just hard. It's, they're just not one of those franchises where you're like, oh, man. Success. Like, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to be around. <laughs> success. Um, like, I remember, I think it was like back in like the late nineties when they had some pretty stellar teams. I think it was like, uh, who was their they, quarterback? They uh, were good with Palmer. Carson, Carson Palmer, Carson Palmer in, man. in like the, or I, I wouldn't say late nineties. That's like the two thousands. That's like when we were like early two thousands. Yeah. Early mid two thousands. Yeah. Um, um, who was that running back then that they had? That was pretty awesome. Uh, Corey, uh, Corey, Davis? Oh, Corey Dillon, Corey Dillon. Thank yeah. you. Wow. Pulling out some names. Dude, that guy was sweet. Yeah, I remember the the linebacker they had? Uh, was it Fontes Perfect? Dude who used to just, he was just a mean person. Oh, he was just yeah. a mean man. I just remember, I remember their uh, their linebacker was good, and then they had a pretty wicked uh, secondary, too. Yep. They would just tear up guys. So, we'll see what happens with the like i said i yeah. think i feel like the afc playoffs are just going to be it's going to be like a you put joe burrow, josh allen, maybe herbert herbert, pat mahomes roll the die and see who, you know, Don't someone random is going to come out. Man. Don't forget about Lamar. Yeah, Lamar. Lamar. He might be he might be the best one out of all those guys. Yeah, i think my my worry about Lamar is that rushing quarterbacks tend to age a little bit faster than these other guys, than these pocket passer guys. He, I mean, like, yeah, he rushes, but he rushes maybe a little bit more than the rest of the guys. Like, yeah. Pat Mahomes definitely didn't rush as much this year, but he had he had in the past. Um, Josh Allen, dude, that that dude probably rushes just almost as much as Lamar Jackson does. Yeah, especially when he needs I Josh Allen feels like a rusher when he needs to type of guy. Josh Allen is like a way better Ben Roethlisberger in my opinion. Like way better. Way better. Yeah. Like the arm of Aaron Rodgers but like the mentality of like a Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Yeah. Breaking him down. Um yeah. I don't know nothing. I'm just this is just my what I see. <laughs> um you got any thoughts on any of the uh, Super Bowl commercials? Um, oh man, there was a really good one. I thought it was uh, the Amazon one. I think they did with uh, the guy from uh, SNL, and uh, oh man, he's he's married to Scarlett Johansson. It was the one where it's like, oh, oh man, yeah, 
it's like predicting they like reads my mind or whatever i thought that one was pretty damn funny yeah i uh i didn't pick up on that that he was mar- actually real life married to scarlett johansson i'm pretty sure they're they're i'm pretty sure they're real life married did she just have a kid maybe maybe nobody knows um another thing that i kind of found funny was like how many commercials were promoting like electric vehicles oh yeah dude it was all electric vehicles yeah so that just makes me think like maybe we need to invest some money in some of those like electric charging stations like there's ways you can do it instead of gas stations maybe we just like set up some electric charging stations and like oh dude it's gonna be the problem is, is you need the, they're all going to get set up by the, these, like Ford is putting one together. Tesla is putting one together and they're all based off of like gas station infrastructure would be my guess. Just right next, yeah. next to main roads can service both type of cars. But it's not just going to be, but like, here's the thing though. It's like, I see them as almost like gas stations where like, there's going to be a spot where you can go charge up your car, you know, go inside, grab something to drink, yada, yada, like. Right um, now, I feel like the charging stations are just like in parking lots, right? And you just see like the it's just like the Tesla ones or whatever. Like you don't see a whole lot of other ones. But I feel like what I'm envisioning in the future is that they're going to be like gas stations, but it's just going to be like the charging stations. So there's a stock called Evgo. Evgo. Yep, that is all about what you're talking about. We should buy as much of that stock as we possibly. Can. <laughs> Uh, nation's largest public network of DC fast chargers powered by renewable energy, um, 800 plus convenient, reliable charging stations, 68 metropolitan areas. And they sell plans for people apparently with electric cars. Yeah. I just, I think like if we could like, we'll just call it like, it's like Ben and Jerry's, but it's like Ben and Dan's charging dance charging. It'd be like speedway. Yeah. It'd be like speedway. Fuck it. Let's just yeah, create our I, own. Man. I think the problem is, is that in order to do that, you need a lot of capital. You need a lot of capital and a lot of technical expertise on how to get these stations set up. You, you need, just gotta, we you gotta, gotta be able to, of it, man. you, you gotta, gotta buy the real, I, I think that one is one that people are already ahead of you on. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Probably. Like there's, there's companies and these car companies, especially that are, they're looking into this stuff and they're they're thinking about what the the change to the like car transportation grid needs to look like in order for them to get all these electrical vehicles out. If it but if it doesn't happen here soon, like because they're saying they're trying to say like in the next look, what five years there's they're not gonna produce any vehicles that yeah. aren't electric vehicles anymore. It's yep. pretty crazy, isn't it? That's insane. That I think blows you, my mind. Yeah, I think you can already do it for like like I think Ford has a way that you can map out like a trip if you wanted to take like a a Mustang electric version and go cross country. You could map out where you could charge and how far you could go. That's so fucking wild, man. And Tesla certainly has it. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering like what like have they thought about how that's going to like impact because like maybe this this is a though, swoop conversation we need to get swoop on here for this I stuff know, we do need to get swoop on here for this, this would be a good like, swoop even, conversation even though there's not going to be like as much emission from like gas and like the fuel stuff like something still tells me like there's going to be some sort of like impact from 
Well, just, you got you, you got to figure out the energy that goes into the cars. That needs to be clean, right? Or else you're running into the you're just burning more coal. Yeah. So that's that's certainly still on the, you know, wind, solar um hydro portion of it. Yeah, whatever dam power that that still needs to continue to happen. Yeah. But as far as directly burning gasoline and stuff like that, that certainly looks like it's uh we're we're going through a tipping point, I guess is what I would say. What so, I wonder what like what it takes for like the infrastructure of like creating those like uh like those stations, right? So like let's just say they're gonna set up some of these charging stations or whatever, like how like how how does that power get to those probably uh stations? probably you just gotta somehow plug into the electrical grid. It's probably not that difficult to actually do it. It's 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 the, gonna I feel like there's gonna be like a giant overload of the grid, man. Like and it's just gonna like Texas. I think yeah, man. I I think the issue with that stuff is more like I don't think the the physical infrastructure is that difficult as far as setting up the stations. It's the getting the rights to use the space that is probably the most difficult part of that. Like how do you you know wh- where do you set them up? How do you get that space? That's yeah. probably the hardest part. And otherwise there's power lines everywhere. I I don't think you know plugging into po- the power grid is that hard. Which, but once again, that's, you're just, you're moving, like you said, if it's more, it's just more taxing on the electrical grid. So then it just becomes more important for us to, you know, shift where that actual power comes from. Yeah. So it's really interesting to think about though, man. Some of those vehicles look pretty tight. They do. That new Ford Mustang looks nice. Katie really wants the new F-150. Yeah. The lightning. Um, Have you, uh. Have you looked any more into that Rivian one that I was talking to you about? A little bit, yeah. I've seen some some videos of it, people demoing it. It's got like that weird space in between the trunk and the the Back. passenger seat that like yeah. is a complete pass through. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I I uh, we my brother and I were riding around yes the other day, and uh, we actually pulled up next to one. Oh yeah, it looks pretty sick on the inside too. Like like the like the whole like panel and like the touch screen or whatever. It's just like, it looked like a giant ass computer screen in there. Um, but I, I'm a big fan of the electric vehicles, man. I think my next car, after I finish paying off this vehicle, I'm probably going to try to get something like that. Yeah. We've talked about getting an electric car, <clears throat> getting rid of the Prius. Um, you get to, I, I'm pretty sure the government gives you back like money. Like yeah. I want to say I, I was looking it up somewhere and there's something like $5,000. It sounds about right. Yeah. That they take off your taxes or whatever. Um, yeah. She, we, we've talked about getting rid of the Prius and getting like a Tesla or something. Um, yeah. I want a car that drives itself. So I think Tesla's really close to that. Yeah. That's, I want to go, I want to, I want to skip, too. I want to skip over the, gas to electric and go gas to electric but can also drive me do you see cat cadillac has like the non like you can't like fall asleep or anything but like they have like the similar what tesla's been rocking for a couple years yeah yeah um it's in that it's in their new uh electric it was like it wasn't an suv it's kind of i think it was like a crossover or something that they have i'll have to like look into that and let you know 
but yeah, we should definitely have Kyler on again and talk about the, the yeah, we need to talk about electric vehicles and yeah. uh, specifically the infrastructure that needs to go into that and uh, what's happening in that front. It's like it's happening. Friend. Engineer friend Kyler. It's happening. It's definitely a thing that uh, I think they call it by the Ford side, they call it like Ford Pass or something like that. Yeah. All Chevy vehicles moving forward are only going to be electric. They're not making yeah. any more. Yeah. I saw that too. Gas engine is going the way of the dinosaur. What other uh, what other commercials were you a fan of? Um, let's see. So, do you see the one where the baby's chopping wood and they come to pick him up in a helicopter? Oh yeah, dude, the E Trade. <laughs> yeah, E Trade, which got bought up by by Morgan Stanley, which is kind of like a subtle thing that they throw in there. Yeah, um, dude, that was so funny. I laughed out loud. My brother was like, "What's so funny?" I was like, "You remember the E Trade baby?" He's like, "No." I'm like, "Then he went and get." <laughs> Do you see the uh, the Coinbase with the uh, uh, QR code bouncing around the screen? Oh, I didn't get it, but I did read in an article the next day um, that their whole thing just like shut down, like they yeah they crashed the site because the marketing team didn't work with the tech team to figure out how many like actual hey, this is, this is going to drive people yeah. to the site. And I was like, idiots, man. I just think like, I think it's a good idea, but Coinbase to me feels like, I don't know how driving a bunch of people to the site is going to necessarily mean more business. You know what I mean? A ton more business. Like it may have been a better thing to try to like educate boomers about cryptocurrency as opposed to. They don't care about the boomers, man. Well, but. I mean, they probably should. Like, I don't. I don't know. Like, I feel like the the only people that you're going to drive to the site there are kids and young people who are actually going to know what a QR code is, right? Yeah, they definitely they targeted a lot of like younger generations. Yeah, and then you have commercials. You have people like my mom who's sitting there during the Super Bowl talking about Coinbit. <laughs> Just didn't even know what it was. <laughs> Just didn't even know. So Coinbase is basically just like a wallet, right? For for uh, yeah, it's a it's a exchange, I guess, is what I would it, yeah yeah. You can buy and sell a bunch of different cryptos. Interesting. Okay. So, but yeah, so that one was interesting. Um, I'm trying to think about other commercials, but I, I don't I don't really have any off the top of my head that were like that really stick out. You know? Yeah, I feel like. There weren't that many that stuck out to me. I feel like they were okay. Like, I feel like they've gotten worse in previous years. Like, I feel like peak Super Bowl commercials are like, in my mind, like the early 2000s, late 90s. Maybe that's just because yeah. when we were kids. But, like, you remember the frogs, the Budweiser frogs? Budweiser, the, the Waza, those guys. And that was like peak commercial. What happened? The Dorito commercials were good. Like, did we just get old? Like, I, I, I will know. say my favorite commercial right now is still the Terry Bradshaw, the Manning Brothers, Jerome Bettis oh. driving a bus to the Super Bowl. Probably, like, fun. I don't know if that ran during – I didn't see it run during the Super Bowl. Maybe that's, you know. I don't think it ran during the Super Bowl either. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like there just weren't that many, like, memorable commercials. I don't know. Um, but it's – yeah, I don't know. I also feel like I pay less and less attention to the commercials. Um, yeah. As opposed to the game. Yeah, I was definitely more focused. Trying on to eat. Games. We did a, uh, we had a my we had a party at my cousin's house, and she had a baked potato bar. Ooh, she had some wings. Ooh, some baked candy. potato bar sounds fire. It dude. was, That's dude. A I, great idea. I ate a lot of baked potato. It was delicious. What do you What'd you put in your baked potato? 
some cheese, little beans. Uh, they had the it's like some Hormel chili, like the good stuff. Ooh, the good stuff. Um, some chives, chopped up chives. Yep, love yep. those. A little love, bit of sour cream, little sour cream, and uh, a little microwave action to get it all nice and toasty. How did you guys? Uh, how did you guys cook the the baked potatoes? I don't know. I think my sister actually cooked them. I have no idea. They were good Dude. though. Dude, the best man. Oh man, I love a good baked potato. You ever had baked sweet potatoes? Oh, dude. Dude, those. I live off those Why? things, man. You ever had a pureed sweet potato? Uh, like a sweet potato puree? Probably, but not recently. Dude. I imagine it's time, good. Next time you and Katie do sweet potatoes, man, do do, uh, do puree. Sweet potato puree, like, man. Like mashed sweet potatoes? It's better than mashed sweet potatoes, man. Yeah. It's just like a... Silky smooth it's sweet almost potato-y. Like, it's almost just like a thick sauce that you can like put with like chicken. Okay. So like if you did like a uh like a sweet potato puree with like some Brussels sprouts. Oh yeah. And like uh like a like a nice chicken breast or something like that. Like, oh my gosh. Here's dude. here's one. Uh Katie so does good. Brussels sprouts, sweet potato cubes. Okay. Ooh, okay. Bacon. And then throws a little egg on it. You had you had me at bacon. Yeah. It's delicious. A little egg? Like, do you do, uh, is it just like a scrambled egg or is no, it? No, you like, you, you get everything, fried egg. everything good. Like the, the Brussels sprouts are cooked. The, the, the potatoes are cooked, right? So potatoes and bacon, right? You put the potatoes on then you add the Brussels sprouts and then you cook the bacon separately, chop it up, right? Throw that in with the potatoes and Brussels sprouts. But then when that's all done cooking, you crack an egg on it. And just let it sunny side up style. And yeah. then you scoop it out with the egg and like put it in a bowl and, you know, get the egg yolk going. It sounds and... like a pretty fire breakfast. Or it like is. Brunch. Well, it's, yeah, she, she makes it for like a dinner, but it's good. <clears throat> yeah. One of my top all time favorite uh, cooked, what, meals cooked by the wife. Nice. That's on the list. Nice. That's pretty solid, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, all right. Any more football? You want to talk any more football? Um, got the draft. We'll do some draft stuff at some point. What did What did you think about uh, Cooper Cup winning the MVP? Feels right, I guess. Probably should have gone to Aaron Donald, but whatever. I think. What did I see? Like they ended the voting at the two minute mark or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. So whatever. It is what it is. Good for you, Cooper Cup. I never understood the voting of the MVP. Yeah, Cooper Cooper Cup is like he had like an all time great receiver year, right? So yeah, give it to him. He got one vote for the MVP this year. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that team has got so many guys on it. It's hard to. But his stats were just insane. Yeah. I think he had like the second most ever receiving yards in an NFL season. Yeah. Something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And then touchdowns was absurd, too. Yeah. Giddy up, Cooper Cup. Giddy up, Cooper Cup. God, I was such a. A little fantasy detour here, but I was such a big Cooper Cup guy for the first couple of years he's in the league, and then for some reason I did not draft him at all this year, and he just went off. But I think I had Cooper Cup in every other year prior. Like I had been a big fan of his Shame since he came you, out in the draft, but Shame on just you. one of those guys, you know, that you miss on when it really counts. Yep. Like Pat Mahomes year two. I had Pat Mahomes year one. He blew up year two. Stupid Alex Smith. Alex Smith. <clears throat> Idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah NFL 
All right. And that's a wrap on the NFL. That's a wrap season. on the season. Uh, at some point, I'll tally up our picks and uh, we'll get a final someday when I get into these papers in front of me. You, I think you got me, man. I don't know, dude. I don't know. You went on a run there in like the middle of the year when I was just crap. And uh, I think, I don't know, it'll be interesting because I was hot early, then you were hot middle slash late, and then we kind of went back and forth in the playoffs the last couple of weeks. And then uh, I had that I one 6 0 week in the playoffs. And I, I was 100% the last two weeks. Yeah. And then you killed the last two weeks. So, but there's three games. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, all right, dude, you ready to get into some weird news? Yeah, let's do it. Weird news. All right, dude, this first one. You we see the uh, for the weird news? The Russian. Do we need an intro? A little intro. Uh, the heartbeat. It's not appropriate at all, but it's really all I have at this point, to be honest with you. You said it's not appropriate at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. Weird news. <laughs> weird news. <laughs> Get your heart racing with weird news. All right. First story. Uh, this avant-garde painting in Russia. Do you see this? This Russian security guard who took like a pencil or something and just drew eyes on these faceless things for like this big, expensive, like multi-million dollar painting. Oh my God. Yeah, I took a pen and uh, let's see. Restoration is going to cost them uh, about four grand. So not terrible. Yeah. But I think it's just hilarious. You have this, like, I don't know if you probably haven't seen the painting, but it's like three faceless people. And he just drew face on and them. And he just drew faces on them. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. How much trouble did he get in? He got fired. Uh, he probably got more than fired. It's Russia. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's Russia. We don't know what happened to him. Let's put it that way. He disappeared, I he, bet. He's on the border of Ukraine and Russia somewhere uh, being led to the front line, ready to go. Dude, that that shit is terrifying. I Yeah, I. Uh, it's interesting to... We want to go down that hole. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen there, man. I can't read it. I don't know... It see it feels like they're going to invade Ukraine at some point. I saw this crazy video on Reddit where these these people were I think in I don't know if they were in Russia or in the Ukraine. It had they had to have been in Russia, but they saw like 18 he, like helicopters. Oh yeah, the helicopters flying over and I'm just like, "Oh my god, like that's terrifying." Dude, they've got massive amounts of troops there. It's like 120 some thousand troops I think on the border. Dude, some form absurd what like i don't understand why like why would they invade ukraine because nato has been expanding so rapidly and is looking like at some point ukraine will join nato and vladimir putin does not want that to happen and historically sees ukraine as part of russia he sees Ukraine as part of Russia. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, if you look at a map, Ukraine is not that far from Moscow. Yeah. And he looks, I mean, that's, you know, sort of the strategic vision, right? Otherwise, you can just look at it, chalk it up and say, Vladimir Putin just likes taking over territory and sees himself as like this return, the person who is returning Russia to sort of international power and part of that is taking over states that were formerly in the soviet union soviet union yeah so it's really interesting to me because i feel like if if it does go down like would would nato try to help out ukraine or like well, they've 
been dumping arms into United the United States and other countries in Europe have been sending weapons and uh you know arms I guess quote unquote arms but like anti-tank stuff tanks stuff like that and just giving them to Ukraine and being like here you go if it happens here you can use this they're not giving people though it's just well Ukraine has been I think they have the third largest standing army in Europe now Ukraine has been preparing since Russia rolled into Crimea in like 2014 or whenever that was oh wow uh for a war with russia so it's not like and that's sort of part of the whole putin calculation here what do you know anybody who's ukrainian or has any ties to ukraine no i don't do you no i i know a guy who uh who's serbian but i don't know not ukrainian yeah um so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, there's a lot of what, what was that guy's name in high school who was the Serbian guy? Boyan. Boyan, yes. Boyan Dracovic. Yeah, dude, he was wild. He hated Croatians. Dude, he hated Croatians. Just such a rant, not random, but I mean, if you look at it geography, you know, geography, geography, geographically. There we go. Geographical it makes sense. Geographical map. Yeah, it makes sense, but just like who knew Serbians that's and Eastern, that's all like Eastern Europe, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what Who knew the Serbians and the Croatians hated each other. Apparently Croatia is beautiful. I I did hear that. It's right on the coast of, uh, it's like on the, the opposite side of like the, the backside of Italy. Right. Yeah. Like other side of that little slip up there. It's like on the way down to like in between Greece and yeah. Like Germany. I guess. No, Germany's north. Right. I don't I don't know what we're it's like hold in on between Turkey and right. Italy and Turkey. I don't know. We're we're just talking out of our ass right now. All right, here we go. <clears throat> we don't know geography. Serbia, we're talking about Croatia, is in between Slovenia and Bosnia and just south of Austria, which is south of Germany. So it's in between Austria and, and Greece and Italy from like a yeah dude it's all the coast of the Adriatic so it is be, it must be beautiful there let's go to Croatia I would love to grow go to Croatia I'd like to go That's to Greece too sweet. hang out in Greece I mean there's a lot of places in Europe I want to go man yeah. all right um Ben and Dan go on a trip to Europe be sweet you just do an international podcast <laughs> nobody under well everybody speaks english over there so i guess they'd understand us we wouldn't understand them though bulgaria <laughs> belarus all right so uh did you see the story about shaquille o'neal and how every time he goes to a zoo the gorillas are intimidated by him and want to fight him seriously <laughs> yeah dude that's actually kind of cool all right true here's the here's the quote from Shaq. Every time, sorry, I've been to every zoo in the world, and every time I go to the gorilla section, they look at me like, hey, man, where's your fur at? For real, for real. That's how they look at me. They also look at me like, what am I doing in here and you doing out there? And they always go crazy when they see me. That would actually be kind of cool to see that interaction take place. It would be. Shaq versus the gorilla. Uh, Shaq is 7 feet 1, 325 pounds. 
I mean, he's bigger Jesus. than most gorillas. He probably doesn't weigh as much as the gorillas, but right. he's, he's definitely taller. Size wise, he's taller. So they gorillas being the kind of alpha animals that they are, they would probably take it as like a threat. So, dude, here's here's the here's the quote from the zookeeper. Okay. The gorilla gets intimidated. He looks at Shaq and thinks that Shaq is going to take away his girls. He then gets tight-lipped and tries to stand up and make himself look as big as possible. But at the end of the day, he backs off. He knows who's boss. <laughs> Shaq's just out there intimidating gorillas. Dude, I love Shaq. Shaq is my all-time goat. He's one of my all-time, like, human beings. Yeah, dude, he's such a nice dude. Like, every time he goes to a grocery store and he sees, like, a single mom with, like, their kids... He like always buys them groceries or like stuff, dude. It's crazy. What was the podcast? He's such, a, he's such an awesome human being. We we did a podcast where we talked about the show Shaq versus. You remember that? Oh yeah, Shaq, that was a good Shaq versus Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, Shaq's Shaq's a good boxer. Turns yeah, out Shaq, Shaq versus pool holes. Shaq versus pool ho- pool holes in baseball. Yep. Um, yeah. So, sh- so Shaq has Shaq been out there. Just Michael Phelps. Didn't he do the swimming one too? Yeah, he did. He did. Yep. So Shaq, Shaq's just been out there doing his retired thing and uh, talking shit to gorillas. Uh, all right, next story. This You see the Ohio mayor who resigned after he compared ice fishing. He suggested that if they allowed ice fishing on a local river, that it would lead to people wanting to put up ice shanties. Okay. Okay. Very logical. If if you allow if you allow people to, you know, ice fish on this river, then they're going to want to put up shanties, right? Okay. And that if you allow people to put up ice shanties, it's going to lead to prostitution. And then you're going to have the police involved and it's just going to be a huge shit show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> how do we like the people that go in government like I don't understand how they get voted in. Oh man, I don't know. Apparently, he's saying now that it was a joke, but I've seen the video. It doesn't look like he's joking. No, maybe he was though. Who knows? With the way things get blown blown out of proportion these days, but it's just a funny, it's a funny little story. That's ridiculous. If man. you allow ice fishing, ipso facto prostitution. If ipso ipso facto prostitution. Um. All right. Here's a baseball story. Ooh. So first off, uh, the Portland Pickles. Got into a little bit of a controversy because their mascot sent out a tweet. <laughs> it's this new phone who dis, and new phone who it's dis. like a it's like a picture of the mascot sitting down with you can't see his face, you kind of see his arm, and then it just looks like a a green dick. It looks like a dick pic. <laughs> it's really him giving the thumbs up, but just the way that it's all cropped, dude, looks like a straight up dick pic. That's amazing. Portland Pickles. Uh, Their marketing people definitely got raises after that. (laughs) (laughs) But he then went missing. The pickle guy did? Not the pickle guy, the costume. Oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't actually dig too far into this. I think they ended up finding it. But it was like he, somebody took it on a plane. And, uh. Then and then it just went missing. It got lost, and they dropped it off at somebody's house, like Delta did. And then somebody, like in the middle of the night, just came up and stole this duffel bag. Oh my! That had God. the mascot costume in it. 
So it was like this nationwide search. You had like different mascots chiming in saying that they wanted, you know, help help us find pickles. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> how does that happen? That's wild looking. Uh how does that happen? I don't know, man. Airlines you lose stuff all the time. Portland Pickles are looking for their stolen mascot. It's, Dylan it's, the pickle. Mascot costume. Like how hard would it be to like Dylan T pickle? Don't relish. Oh, wow. Don't relish. We don't relish telling you this, but it's kind of a big deal. Oh, wow. This is the puns. The Portland Pickles baseball team says their mascot, Dylan T. Pickle, has been stolen and are seeking the public's help in bringing him home. Uh, Started in the Dominican public where Dylan was making an appearance. Then, like I said, his, his bag got lost. They dropped him off on somebody's house, and then somebody just... Like they had a ring doorbell cam of somebody just coming up and like snatching it in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Doorbell cams, man, they're they're a good thing to have. We've never had a problem with people stealing stuff, but I could imagine they are. Yeah, I can see why you would want them. Um, depending Especially on if you're getting Amazon deliveries, right? It's depending on where you live and and uh, how much delivered you got. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh, man. This has turned from a mistake by Delta into a crime, the Pickles tweeted. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, man. All right, next uh, random random news story I found. Uh, <clears throat> you see where apparently Joe Biden hates England, or like has a grudge against England? For what? Hold on, dude. I got. I saw this and like I. Oh. Apparently, it has to do with his mother. She's Irish, so she hates the queen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, uh, like at one point, like the, apparently Joe Biden has a story about like how they, they, uh, they went to they went to Britain. This is before he was president. He took his mom to Britain and like wherever they were staying, she found out that the queen had stayed there and potentially even slept in the same bed that they were going to stay, like same suite or whatever. His yeah. mom refused to sleep on the bed, slept on the floor. Just hated the queen. What? Dude. It's so crazy. I think it's hilarious. I think like, oh man, some, some old people are just so stubborn, man. Yeah, Joe Biden's mother so disliked England, she refused to sleep to sleep in uh, bed Queen had slept in. What's uh You know what I never understood? The let's go Brandon thing. Oh yeah, the conservative like uh F Joe Biden coded yeah, but language. What the hell does it What does it even mean? It has to do with like uh So I think the backstory is you had a bunch of people at um like a NASCAR race. And there was a driver that named Brandon who had won. <clears throat> and they were like on the newscast. There were people in the background clearly chanting F Joe Biden. But the newscaster was like, oh, listen to them. They're saying, let's go, Brandon. And so then the like conservative people just think it's funny. I, I just like don't the, get the, the, I guess, Trump side of the, I don't know. Are they even conservatives at this point? Or they're just like, they're just. They're they're QAnon people. Is that what we call them? Yeah, QAnon. I don't think they're technically conservatives. I don't, I don't think they really necessarily have like a real political philosophy as far as like conservative, liberal, whatever. 
like, dude, I, I had another story about that. Apparently, there's a butterfly preserve in Texas, okay, that's on the border of Texas and Mexico. Uh-huh. That all they're trying to do is do research on butterflies, but they've had to shut down recently because so many like conspiracy theory QAnon folks have been showing up and claiming that they're a front for child trafficking. Oh my god! It's like the same vein as like the Pizzagate stuff. <clears throat> but it's like these poor butterfly researchers who have been tied into all this. Like they have people showing up. We're just trying to like research butterflies. Asking people. them like, like we're shutting you down. And they're like, please just leave. And they're like, what? You, you don't like children? You don't, you think that we need all these illegals? You don't like children? And it's just like, no, we're just, we're just trying to study butterflies. Please leave us alone. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. It's so uh, crazy that like people just jump to like these ridiculous extremes, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Apparently the- <laughs> Joe Biden was asked uh at one point he uh somebody from the BBC requested a quick word for the BBC and Joe Biden looked at him and said, The BBC and then smiled and said, I'm Irish. <laughs> oh my god. I think it's awesome. Like in a world where we get thrown so much bullshit news all the time about Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine, inflation, yeah. whatever the hell, all the bad stuff's going on that everybody concentrates on. Why don't we get more of Joe Joe Biden versus the British, right? I think that's that's something I'm interested in. Like, get Joe and the Queen. Let's just, like, just an old person off, right? Who could tell the oldest, most rambling story? Well, in other good news, did you hear what uh, Elon Musk did? No. He uh, he donated like, I think it was like five billion dollars in like Tesla stock? stock to try to combat world hunger or something. Oh, did he? Yeah, nice. That that's so much money. Like how? Like there's got to be a way for that to like give people in third world countries food, man. Elon Musk quietly donated nearly six billion dollars of Tesla shares, dude. He doesn't care about his wealth here because he's going to mars yeah he doesn't care you see he's going to put a billboard in space that's another what? thing yeah how the hell big is that billboard i don't know it's going to be huge a tiny satellite billboard will live stream ads from orbit that just sounds like absurd did you hear that i think i heard that the international space station parts of it were going to be um falling yep. out of orbit what oh really falling out maybe yeah dude wait hold on a it's second. super old so it's not surprising dude we're gonna say he's gonna start putting so much fresh infrastructure up there that stuff like that is just gonna be useless um god what was the other thing there was something else about him that i heard the other day that was just like oh yeah so the advertising and space stuff like that was one of his original startups when when he was first like before PayPal, it had to do with advertising on the internet. Yeah. So it's not, you know, he's kind of always been ahead. We, you know, we talk about putting together electrical grids for cars. I mean, this is, he's way ahead of all that stuff. Yeah. So the the story was uh, a few days ago, the headline said that the international space station is set to come home in a fiery blaze and Australia will likely have a front row seat. Nice. Good for the Aussies. I'd watch the space station burn up. It's probably going to look pretty cool. Yeah, it would look pretty cool. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, it's a piece of space history, but like I said, it's How old. Big, I feel like because like it's almost impossible for people to see the space station with the naked eye. How the hell is Elon Musk going to build something big enough to be able to show ads from space? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Be, that's got to be the size of like seven football fields. Or I some don't. I don't shit. know if that's actually what it is, or if it's some sort of advertising satellite that will like beam ads to people is probably more along the lines of what it is have we i think i i read somewhere that uh they did get some images from the the new telescope oh yeah they're starting to get images from it yep <clears throat> uh they they showed like the surface of like uh venus or something did they yeah let me see this yeah um Yeah, man, it's not surprising. Like, there's gonna be this. That thing's gonna start blowing people's minds here over the next, you know, year. Yeah, we're the first image from. Oh, here we go. It was two days ago. The the James Webb. Uh, duh, 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 duh. first images from NASA's new IPX X-ray telescope looks like a ball of purple lightning. Woo. Whoa, that's kind of tight. Supernova. From Cassi Cassiopeia A. Starting to get images from this thing? Dude, that looks pretty sick. Let me share. Oh, I don't think I can share my screen. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can unlock that functionality here in the old send, zoomer zoomer. Send you this link so you can see it. Here, try, try share your screen now. All right. Let me see this. Yeah, dude. Look at this shit. We're going to space. Wait, can you... Here we go. <clears throat> Yo, that looks so tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Dude, yeah, he's, they're getting closer and closer to start shooting off that big rocket, too. Says the remnants of a star that exploded as a supernova. It's pretty cool. That's, that's, the, that's the x ray um, image of it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Wait, this is not, is this James Webb? Or is this something else? No, no this is the X IXPE X-ray telescope. Whoa. We got another telescope. I didn't even know about it. That's new. What what? Oh, I'm sorry. I clicked on the wrong one. This was the that was the James Webb one. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That X-ray one was pretty cool though. Yeah. I saw I think I saw this one. It doesn't really look like much. It's, yeah. Is this yeah, it's just initial alignment. Oops. That's yeah. in Spanish. El país. Yeah. What do I click here, man? This one? Sure. Let's get uh let's get your computer some Spanish viruses. Uh oh. <laughs> don't want that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, like I said, I don't think that image is really much other than they're they're starting to like the, the big news from that is that it's coming. It's starting to fire up and take pictures of stuff. I'm excited, man. I where I gotta find this article I saw about something about the the surface of Venus. Surface of oh from James Webb. I don't I don't know that they would look directly at something like that close. But maybe no no no. I don't think it was from James Webb. But... Oh okay. Dude, have you been? Uh, Why you look that up? Are you into Wordle? Wordle. Yeah, Wordle. It's like the new the new online fad. It's like Flappy Bird or, um, you know. I don't know, other like words with friends. Oh no, I don't think I've ever done that. It's like a daily word puzzle. Oh, cool. No, what is it? 
I don't know. I was wondering. I, it, I figured you'd be someone that may have some actual insight into this. I don't know anything about Wordle other than it's, I think you, my understanding is you, you get, you try to guess what the word of the day is and uh, that's about it. it. W-O-R-D-L-E. Yeah, you get, you get six tries every day to guess the word of the day. Oh, here we go. Wardle, the New York Times. Yeah, seems like a... Guess the Wardle in six tries. Each guess... Here, I'll share my screen. Can you play? Oh, we can play. Let's see. So each guess will be a valid five-letter word. Hit the enter button to submit. After each guess, the color will, of the tiles will share or will change to show how close your word is. Okay. So the letter W is a word is correct. The letter I is in the word, but in the wrong spot. And letter U is not in the word in any spot. Okay. Oh, you just have to type a five-letter word? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This box? It's like super simple. What's a five-letter word there? Well, I guess that one really. Yeah, see, I, I, uh, I did crane was my first guess. Crane. Yeah, I feel like that's a good one. I feel like there's there's like strategy for this game. Ooh, instantly got two of the letters in the right spot too. Okay, so yeah, so there crane is like one of the better openings. Okay, that's a good one. Wordle's best starting word has been found by math and ruined by math. Nice. So we know that this letter has to be an A. S H T I K is also a good one. What? S H T I K. So I guess you're just you're trying to get green letters, right? Yeah. Well, no, like we know that the third letter has to be an A and the last letter has to be an E. So now you would just think of words that have those letters where it's different from here. All right. Shake. Yeah, shake is a good one. Oh, that's it. Boom. Second, second try. Let's go. Oh, let's go. We are officially Wordle champs. Uh, let's see. 100%. I don't know. Oh, so we could play in, is that two days? No, two hours. No, two hours. <laughs> what was that midnight? midnight. Okay, so it resets every day. Okay, so that's, that's, that's Wordle, Dan. That's cool. I Beca- might do this every day now. It became so popular, it got bought by the New York Times, and is now a New York Times thing. That's pretty cool. Um, it's like the New York Times cross puzzle, I guess. Yeah. Crossword. Um, <sighs> yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, what's that other one that's pretty fun, or like you have to pick a word and then you have to like draw the image and people have to guess what word you picked or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, we play that game. Quick. Quip. I think it, no, it's not quiplets or quiplets. Quibby. Quip. Yeah. Quibble or no. It's... Quibble? I don't know, man. I don't know. Drawing games, Pictionary, quick draw. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I, I do know because we've played it. I actually probably have it on my shelf, like literally less than six feet from me, but I'm not going to go <laughs> grab it. I like the, I like the funny, uh, telestrations. Telestrations. Does that make sense? Okay. Have you played telestrations yet? No, I've never heard of that. Okay. Well, that's, that's similar to what you were describing. Okay. But not on your phone. It's like an actual sit down around a table, be social type of game. Oh, okay. Um, 
I do like the idea of like the the random news stories that we could talk about. Yes, dude. I'm just gonna keep we'll keep pulling those together. I don't I didn't have any other ones today. My last one was uh was oh actually Wordle. Uh so okay, so Wordle apparently it led to some woman getting like saved because she had been kidnapped and the way her mom found out she was missing was that she didn't text her about the wordle day the next morning or the wordle word the next morning oh my god <laughs> wordles out there saving lives man somewhere i think my mom might be kidnapped because i can't <laughs> send me the wordle wordle um, Great so name. what was i gonna say Dude, what did what did New York Times buy Wordle for? Talk about the simplest app. Because it's popular, man. It gets people to come out on their website. Yeah, but how much did they how much did they pay for it? Wordle cost. Ah, never mind. This isn't gonna tell me. Maybe they how much did they buy? There we go. At least a million is what this says. So Jeez. Game developed by Josh Wardle. What? The <laughs> Department of Education is going to cancel $415 million in student loan debt? Nice. When did that come out? It says roughly 16,000. Oh, nine hours ago, so today? Yeah, roughly 16,000 borrowers who, who were scammed by their schools will have their federal student loans discharged, resulting in $415 million in relief. The Department of Education announced Wednesday. All right. Interesting. Let's see if you're on the list. Probably not on the list. DeVry and ITT tech students. Not surprising there. Oh, you mean the for-profit commercial universities? Yeah. We're scamming people? That's... Not surprising at all. I feel like there's a big case during the Trump administration about for-profit universities and basically scamming people out of student loan money. It's kind of a shitty way to... I guess what a terrible, unethical business model. Dude, student loans? Yeah, or like the idea that not only like from like legitimate education at like a accredited university okay i can see it but for like the university of phoenix you know some of this itt tech stuff the Vry university yeah. where like these may not actually be legitimate degrees but they put out nice commercials and convince people to sign up for them yeah um and then they're hooked on this student loan debt for 30 years yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy that we as a country load people up with debt before really giving them any sort of financial education. Well, that and before we even give them jobs. Or jobs. Yeah. Here's what it takes. Yeah. Before before we... And then yeah. work, before, work for 40 years and take 30 years to pay off all that debt. Yeah. Before people have a concept of what it actually takes to make money and pay off debt, we're just going to load them up with debt. Yeah. 18? Blows- Whatever. It blows my mind that like I know people that don't have any student loan debt. I'm just like, what's that like? <laughs> Me and Katie have paid all ours off at this point. It's awesome. That good for you, man. Good yeah. for you. But that's pretty that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm probably gonna uh, be paying mine until I'm like fifty. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just she, had, I, my problem was is I just had a bunch of uh, federal or uh, private loans. Yeah, you have pri- the private loan issue where they're yeah. like stupid rates. Stupid rates. And then it was like a lot too. So it's like, yeah. My dad was like, well, the interest rate at the time was lower. And I'm just like, well, I wish I would have been a part of this decision. And I would have. <laughs> and he was like, you were. And I'm like, I don't remember even having a conversation about it. Yeah. I remember student loans when I was in college were just, what do I need to do to get tuition paid and, you know, have a little extra spending money? No real concept of what the long term looked like. Not at all. Wasn't even in my mind. No, so it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of sucks. Not uh, not ideal. Nope. Um, all right. Anything else you want to go over here this uh, this beautiful evening, dude? The weather. Let's talk about the weather. So the weather, man. What the fuck, bro? It was forty five degrees yesterday, and all the snow was melting. I yep. was I was loving it. And then we got hit with this shit storm. Today it wasn't even. It was like whatever, and then. At least in Lansing at like five o'clock, all of a sudden it's snowing again. Yep. I look out at six o'clock, there's an inch of snow on the ground. Yeah, I think we got at least two. I guess it looks like it's still snowing. I don't know. I I guess moral of the story, at least we're on the right side of the sunshine coming back, right? Like, yeah, we're getting longer and longer uh, sunshine every day. You know, it's it's yeah, creeping back. I, what day is daylight savings? Isn't it like March 18th? Something like that. Yeah. But the, what the solstice is, was like in December. It's like right around Christmas. March 13th. So Dude. like less than, less than a month away. So, yeah. So the, uh, learned this the other day, the Romans used to, <clears throat> Used to celebrate, I think they called it Sol Invictus, the victory of the sun. Okay. okay. And this is like basically the idea that the shortest daylight hours of the year, sometime sometime in like late December. It's like the the solstice, I guess, the winter solstice. Yeah. And so they would celebrate the day basically that or the concept that like the sun had been going away for so long, but then after this day it starts to come back. Yeah. They call it the victory of the sun. And it's basically like you can trace that as an analog for what we do now at Christmas. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? That is pretty cool, man. That's yeah. a fun story. <laughs> <laughs> so I love stuff like that, man. Right? It's just like very interesting. It just kind of brings things like full circle. The victory of the sun. Victory. Soul Invictus. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, uh, did, were you a fan of, uh, oh my God, what was that uh, HBO series? Uh, oh, Rome? Entourage. Entourage. Oh, Entourage. I was yeah. a fan of Entourage. Dude, remember when uh, his brother? Um, drama? Drama. Johnny Drama? Out, like, out in the desert, and he just yells at the top of his <laughs> <Yeah>. lung. Victory! <laughs> Is that when they go to Burning Man and do shrooms? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes, I think so. Dude, that Dude, that show was that was a good show. Yeah, it's a good bro show. We used to watch it when I was in college. It was my favorite <laughs> character. Who drama? Yeah, Ari. Oh, Ari. Yeah, the yeah, the agent. Ari Gold, the agent. I like Turtle. Turtle was good. Yeah, Turtle was good. His character probably transformed the most. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the main character of that show was like the most boring guy. Not maybe not the main character, but the guy who the entire show kind of revolved around. Yeah, Vinny. Yeah, 
is the most boring character. Yeah, he was. Like he he's the least is he the least successful actor out of all the the people that were in that show, like the main oh, yeah. folks. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. I mean, Eric Eric's been in Eric the guy who played Eric was in other things. Oh yeah. Turtle, oh. Turtle was in other things. Yep. Turtle. Um drama obviously was in other things. <laughs> and then the guy who played Ari Gold was in other things. Yeah, I mean, those were all the main characters. Yeah. Um yeah, E was one of my favorite characters too. Yeah, Eric. He was good. Oh man. The, the emotional was... center of the show. I love it like those shows that like bring in like uh celebrity characters and like they actually play themselves in those like episodes or whatever. Yeah. Like, that was always yep. that was always fun to me. Like when Mark Wahlberg was on the show, it's funny because he yeah, was also like about a the show. Yeah. yeah he, they, the show uh, was about him basically, him and his brother. Yeah, Kanye takes him to to cons that or to is it cons? Yeah, the film festival that one year. You know, oh, yeah. Kanye's private jet when they can't get a ride. Yeah, <laughs> dude, classic. <laughs> I might need to go back and watch that show again. The old. Oh uh... uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that intro song was great, dude. Oh man, do you see they're coming out with a new Lord of the Rings show? Amazon. Oh, that, that was a Super Bowl, sick. Super Bowl commercial. That was a Super Bowl commercial. That looks so awesome. Um, the Moon Knight. I saw that. That's yeah. That, so that uh, wait, going back to that Lord of the Rings. That's supposed yeah. to be like hundreds of years, thousands, before, thousands, thousands of years. The the actual Tolkien timeline. It's like from from what I've seen. My understanding is they're doing the second. Is it the second age? I think is what the, he referred to it as. Man. No, second age of Middle Earth, I think, is what he called it. Okay. And it's thousands of years. Wow. And, it, and leads up to, but my understanding is they're compressing that, right, for the show. Yeah. But his his history goes over, like, thousands of years. That's so crazy. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to watch that. Yeah, Moon Knight looks pretty crazy. I think it's cool because it's just, like, a different character that not a lot of people are familiar with. Which yeah, it looks cool. kind of dark too. From you know, like yeah, right. I mean, he he deals with like a lot of mental issues. Yeah, so the second age lasted for thirty four hundred years. Damn, and ended with the defeat of Sauron at the. So it basically leads up to the beginning of the movies. The, the beginning of like when the ring was created. Yeah, well, the move the beginning of the movies is so the second age ends when Sauron dies. Or when he when that guy chops, you remember the movie that when it starts yeah, and there's yeah, a battle, yeah, yeah. chops his finger off or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's when the second age ends. Damn. So that that's what the show is going to cover is like the lead up to that, which I think is interesting. That's so tight. If they that's do it, if they do it well, it could be really good. Yeah. I'm also excited to see that uh, Game of Thrones. The um... oh yeah, the dragon. When are they? They moved. It was supposed to debut in january yeah, back the release of that i think yeah i think like till this summer maybe yeah um was it is it's it like called the, fire and blood or what are they calling it are they calling it fire and blood something with the dragons oh okay um yeah i saw he finally has a release date for his next book november 23 what he is gonna do the next book yeah I have to read that shit. Have you not read the other ones? No. Oh, I would recommend reading the other ones if you're gonna read the next one. Yeah, I probably will. Um, they're good. I like them more than books. Uh, what are they calling this? House of the Dragon. 
There we go. House of the Dragon, yeah. Where are they saying House of the Dragon first episode? They're just saying 2022 now? Interesting. Let's see. One day ago, I think it's the it's all the CGI is what's holding it up. I'm um, sure it's a lot of work. Yeah. House of the Dragon. Yeah, you don't want to drop the ball on that because then that's what all people are going to be talking about. Sometime in 2022 is all they're saying at this point. Yeah. We'll have to do uh, – oh, dude, you know what? I uh, I watched uh, – what was that other movie that we were going to talk about? Oh, Nightmare Alley? Yeah. So did I. Yeah. What would you think? I thought it was good. It was good. I, I mean, like – yeah, go ahead. I, was gonna, I mean, I, I didn't think it was great. I was a little slow. Yeah. But um, it came full ending, circle. That's I love that. The ending to me was just kind of like – it wasn't what I kind of like expected. What would you expect? I didn't expect him to turn out to be the – the freak, the, or the freak, geek, yeah. the geek, the geek. Yeah, I didn't expect him to turn out to be the geek. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> and it kind of just was just like my brother and I looked at each other. We're like, that, that's the ending. I thought like, it was, I thought it was brilliant, dude. He brought it full circle, man. That's how the movie, the first scene in the movie, is him walking in and watching the geek do his geek thing, and the last scene yeah. of the movie is him becoming that but, person. But I feel like he was like smart enough to like, because like when uh, William Defoe's character kind of like told him about what the geek was, yes, and how like they make the geek the geek, yeah. You think having he... that knowledge and information, I felt like he was smart enough to be like, he could have like somehow. So I think part of the ending is him accepting that that is what he's he is going to be yeah that's so crazy to me because it's the only job the guy's willing to give him yeah i thought it was i thought it was good i thought it was it was sort of dark um it was dark for sure you know the mentalist thing is really interesting to me because it it's like who's the guy the spiritual guy john john edwards was that the guy that was famous you know he used to go on tv and he would like do the the room readings yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. it's like it, that's the same it's the same thing right that guy that guy was crazy yes but it's the same it's the same that's exactly what they were doing right yeah. You just, you like, I, I thought that was really interesting. Like, the, you know, pulling the curtain back on that. But then the idea that, you know, you never go full, what they call spook or whatever, spook show. It's like, yeah. you never go, you never take it that far because it just leads you down this path of people wanting more, yeah, which leads to lies on top of lies. And eventually you have your wife dressed up in a dress covered with blood, walking through a garden. That was dumb. <laughs> that took it way too far. And, uh, and then he killed that guy, and I was like, oh, God. I don't think he, he didn't have any other choice, man. He's like, he's pushed into, you know, nobody puts baby in a corner. I knew that that what's-her-name was going to freaking double-cross him. 
Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. what is her Blanchette? Is that Kate Blanchett? Oh, she's so sexy. You think so? I thought yeah, she I um, thought I thought she did a really good job in the movie. I love her. I yeah. love her. I think she's a great actress. The the scene I'm trying to think is there a gun in that scene? There is. It's her gun from when he originally met her. She had it. Yeah. It's like her little ivory nickel plated like I don't yep. know, man. I I'm a big Guillermo del Toro fan, so like the the set work was really good. You oh, re- yeah. you literally felt like you were in the circus, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Like all that stuff was just the above props, and beyond the, the costumes. For his movies, costumes, yep. props, everything is great. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't Pan's Labyrinth good, but it was. It was. I liked it. I, I yeah, give it. I did like Pan's Labyrinth a lot. Yeah, dude, that movie was that movie's real good. Epic, yeah. Then did you see the what's the uh, the water mo- or the? He didn't. Not Lady in the Water is uh, Shyamalan, right? Oh, no, no, oh, the Shape of Water. Of water. Shape of Water. That I haven't. Movie was freaking awesome. Was it? I really like that movie. Yeah, I might watch that tonight. Is that on Netflix? Is it? I don't nope. think so. Hulu. Getting shot down by Hulu, man. We uh, that one. I think Best Picture a few years ago. Shape of Water. Yeah, it may have. I know it was nominated. Oh no, it did win. Yeah, no, it definitely won. I really like that movie. Yeah, I'll have to watch. I'm, I'm gonna have to watch that. Just to make sure I'm I'm up on my Guillermo del Toro movies. Guillermo. Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro. Holy shit, dude. I just realized this 952. I know, dude. We've Look been talking us. for a hot minute here. Look at us. My brother just always my brother said to me earlier too. He's like, dude, you guys always end up talking for like two hours. Like, <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> right now, according to the the station, we're at an hour and uh, fifteen minutes. So nice. that's right. He did Hellboy, dude. Pacific Rim, eh. Nightmare Alley. Okay. You did Pacific Rim? I guess so, yeah. No, yep. he had to have been a producer on that. He wasn't the director. Director. He was a director. He directed that? Yep. Wow. I don't know. That so, didn't seem like one of his typical movies. No, it do- doesn't feel like it, right? Maybe the studio got quite a bit involved in that one, would be my guess. Yeah. Um All right, dude. I think I think we got we got enough for tonight. You got anything else you want to add in here? No, man. Good stuff. Yeah, dude. Um yeah, we'll keep doing the weird. We'll do weird news stories. The, have you watched the Boba Fett series yet? No, I, that's I. I need watch, to get my binge watch that. And okay, we'll talk about that next podcast. All right, sounds good. I'll I'll see what I can do. I think we have Disney Plus or a friend with Disney Plus that we have their login, so if we'll you get need it. it. Just let me know. I got it. All right, sounds like a plan, my man. All right, brother. All right, talk to you later, Dan. Be easy, man. See ya. Bye.